0: Hello, and welcome to morning prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. I thank God that we are able to be together to start our morning in prayer. Today is Wednesday, and we are now in ordinary time. This week, we are just getting started on a slow reading of the Gospel of Mark. Mark is the Gospel assigned to this particular liturgical year, so from now until November, it will be the Gospel we read primarily in worship each Sunday. If there's any insight or any thoughts, uh, any questions that might arise as we uh, join each morning in prayer and Bible reading, please send me an email at pastorjim2006 at com. And now we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from Mark, chapter 1, beginning at verse 14. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. As Jesus passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fish for people. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, who were in their boat, mending their nets. Immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. Jesus' ministry has now officially begun. John's ministry has ended. He is in prison. Now, the one who was to come after John steps into the spotlight, into the middle of the scene. Jesus' message is simple. The time is fulfilled, the kingdom of God has come near, repent and believe in the good news. This is a perfect summary of all that Jesus will do and say, and so once again it's a phrase to remember. While we do not know what it means just yet, everything that Jesus says and does will let us know what Jesus has in mind when he says, God's kingdom has come near. But let's not make a very simple and clear statement too very complicated. Sometimes theologians and Bible scholars can make things more difficult than they need to be. It may just be best, at least at this point, to hear Jesus' call to repent and believe the good news as simply as we can. It simply means that he is asking people to let go of their old ways and preconceived notions, to change their minds about all kinds of things, and to simply believe, to trust what it is that he is announcing and what it is that they are seeing come to life before them. It's the kind of basic trust in Jesus that leads four fishermen to leave their nets and become Jesus' students and the witnesses to all that Jesus says and does. Why would Andrew and Peter and James and John leave their nets and follow Jesus? Well, it may just simply be that they believe what he is announcing. They trust him, and they put their lives now into his hands. And this might be something that's great to notice about the gospel story that we're reading. Wherever we hear Jesus preach or proclaim, whatever it is that he preaches or proclaims, we will also see it in action somewhere. So if we're wondering what it means to repent and believe in the good news, we don't have to look any farther than Andrew and Peter and James and John turning away from fishing and following Jesus, and in doing so being open to learn how to fish for the sake of God's kingdom how to fish for people. That's a great way for us to start our day, too, by hearing Jesus' call for us to enter into a life of discipleship, a life that begins by simply trusting in him and in his word, or rather receiving a life that comes when we start to trust in Jesus and the good news that he has brought to life, the good news that's already been enacted on us in our baptism. for the new creation in Christ and for all gifts of healing and forgiveness. For the gift of faith that leads us to believe and trust and take you at your word. To believe and hold on to your promises. For the gifts of relationships with others and for the communion of faith that we enjoy within your Holy Church. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God, a might we pray that you would renew this weary world and heal the hurts of all of your children. Bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray that your kingdom would come, that your will would be done among us. For those who govern the nations of the world, that we, they would do so according to your justice, mercy, and compassion. We pray for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, that you would bring healing and life and, and hope to their lives. We pray for all who would work for peace and international harmony, that their hard work would bear fruit and that they would not give up or despair. We pray for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. And we pray, Lord, for relief of the most vulnerable who are being affected by excessive heat this week. We pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else or for what else do we pray? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. And all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.